when I was thinking, I've been challenged to come up with names of my messages. Um, so my heart is to see our children see faith and God's supernatural power in our lives. And that's what I want to talk about today. I believe that our children deserve to see this. And obviously, if they can see this in us, then we'll be doing well too. So I want to start out with Abraham, since he was a great man of faith. He's considered the father of Israel because he left his family to follow God. And God promised him, you know all of this, that he would become a great nation. He would, um, God would bless him. And through the world, uh, the world would be blessed through him. And so God made a chosen people through Abraham and promised them the land. And so we see in Genesis 15:6 and James 2:23 the concept that God saw Abraham as righteous. God saw him as a friend, called him a friend and saw him as righteous. And I believe one of the reasons that Abraham was seen as righteous, obviously it says in Scripture, uh, because of his faith. But part of what his faith allowed him to do was, I believe he lived in the eye of the storm. And I think that's one of the things we have to focus on. How do we live in the eye of the storm? You know that the eye is the peaceful place of the storm. It's not the windy place. It's, the storm is swirling around the eye, and there is peace in the eye. And I believe that Abraham found a way to have peace when everything else was swirling around him. And I believe that's supernatural. You know, Isaac was born when Abraham was 100, and Isaac was... Uh, saved by his faith instead of sacrificed. And Lot was saved from Sodom and Gomorrah. And you know so many of the things that Abraham went through, um, you know, making mistakes right and left. I mean, he made so many mistakes. We read in Scripture and, and certainly uh, having, uh, not having the faith for the child and, and having Ishmael first, all of these things would lead us to believe that God would not be happy with him. But God was happy with him. And I believe it was because he learned how to not freak out when things were going bad. And, you know, he obviously was far from the perfect husband. He was far from the perfect father. He made major mistakes. And even at times he lacked faith. But he always came back to God and he always trusted in God. And when you look at the relationships of um, 
you know, Isaac and Jacob and Joseph, they all had similar relationships with God. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, jo Joseph, they were all imperfect men. But they, number one, trusted God. And when they lost their trust, they came back to God. Two, they saw God deal with their father in supernatural ways. God did miracles all around them. So they expected miracles, and they, and they stepped out in faith because they believed that God was going to do miracles, and they figured out, as I mentioned, how to live in the eye of the storm. So God uses imperfect men to father. They had imperfect sons, and they, yet they were all used by God. So we need to trust God. We need to see the supernatural. We need to expect the supernatural. And we need to look at the other examples of fathers, like Moses and Joshua. Now, Moses is such an interesting example, isn't he? You don't read almost anywhere about his sons. In fact, his sons probably, and his wife, probably didn't even live with Moses. That's the thought, right, you know? But Moses was a father to Joshua, even though they weren't biologically father and son. And this gives us so much hope that even though we've messed up in places, God still wants to use us to raise up the next generation. Elijah and Elisha. When you think of Elijah, you think of that supernatural, uh, the miracles that were involved in his ministry, and then Elisha followed with supernatural miracles. And you think of Eli and Samuel, another one. Eli didn't have a great record as a father. But he fathered Samuel. And Samuel certainly had an amazing record. We need to trust God. We need to see that God has placed us as adults to father and mother the children of this congregation. But let me ask you, do you have faith? Do you trust in God? And interesting, probably most of you will say yes. So let me ask you the next question. Are you expecting the supernatural? Are you expecting the supernatural? Let me ask you, and you don't have to raise your hands, can you testify of the supernatural occurrence in your life where God has done amazing things? Yeah. Often the supernatural follows our faith, but not always. The supernatural, when our kids see us involved in the supernatural, they will understand the reality of faith. You can tell the kids all you want about God, but if they don't see it in you, it's unlikely that they are going to grasp who God is.
They need to see the supernatural working in your life. For some people, I believe the supernatural has been squeezed out. The world has distracted us from expecting the supernatural. In fact, if you expect the supernatural, the world says you're a little weird. And some people, because they've disappointed you, people who are believers, people who you had faith in, they disappointed you, and you're focused on that irritation of them, and they have, in a sense, kept you from seeing the supernatural because you're so bitter and irritated at people. And maybe you've lost hope in the supernatural because you watch the news every day. And the news squeezes out once again your faith. Because the news is just, well, it's not even news. It's opinion on important subjects. And so we don't get a real news. We just get opinions. And oftentimes that will squeeze out that sense of God and maybe you've gone through some difficult times and the events of your life had dulled down your faith and your hope. God provides incredible miracles in the Hebrew scriptures as well as the new covenant. In the new covenant, Yeshua did signs and wonders and said we would do them too. John 14. 12 through 14, amen, I tell you, he who puts his trust in me, this is Yeshua speaking, the works that I do, will, uh, he will do, and greater than these he will do, because I am going to the Father, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. As role models for younger people, we must learn how to live in the eye of the storm, and we need to show that we are involved with God's supernatural plan in our lives. That will show that we have hope, and it will show our kids the reality. In my life with my wife, Pat, and I, uh, we have had God step into our lives supernaturally many, many times. I've talked about probably at services here a number of times the birth of Sarah and what the miracle that was. But I probably haven't spoken that much about, I used to own a business and it was going down, down, down and um, I was asked to be the principal of the school in Philadelphia and I took it, not be, uh, just so we would have bread and butter on the table, so to speak. And uh, it was an amazing thing. When I followed what I believe God told me to do, even though they were giving me, literally, it seemed like peanuts as a salary, all of a sudden, my business took off. And for the next two years, it was it was better than it had been when I worked full-time and I was only working at an hour to two hours a day. 
So it's this kind of supernatural thing that God does in one's life. When I moved to Tampa, that, my, the family moved. That was a supernatural move. Um, my parents' salvation was a supernatural thing. If you had known my parents, you would have realized how amazingly that was supernatural. There are many smaller mir miracles that we've had in our life, but we, we definitely have had problems in our life. We have not been problem-free. Please, don't ever think that. And... Um, you know, but God's been with us, and he's been with our children, and we have to show our children faith and the fact that God is working in our lives. Now, let me say this, that some of the prayer requests took years and years before they came. You know, Sarah was basically 10 years of prayer. I mean, that's a long time to pray. It was embarrassing because at the, at the synagogue we were at in Philadelphia, they used to pray. They, they'd take a basket, and you'd put your prayer requests in the basket, and they would take 15 minutes out and pray for some of the requests, picking them up at random. And it seemed like each week we were praying for Pat and Steve to have their second child, you know? So when we finally told people that Pat was pregnant, I mean, the place erupted. You know, they were so invested in the fact that we would have a second child. And they cried, and they, I mean, it was just a, a crazy, crazy situation. But, but this is part of, of God working in supernatural ways, and we have to see it, and we have to be open to it. We have to hope for it. We have to believe in it. As we're preparing for the holy days, and we're going to participate, let us be reminded that God is a supernatural God, and his power is there for you and I. Let us pray for God's supernatural power in our lives and all around us, and let us expect God's supernatural power. So what can you and I do better to receive this opportunity? Number one, I believe we are to pray. So Psalm 5.4 is one of those scriptures that I've prayed for, oh, I don't know how many years, but many, many, many years. Because when I was struggling having a prayer time in the morning, this was the scripture that I would pray until God put it in me so deep that I would have to have prayer in the morning. I'd have to meet with him. It says, Adonai, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I order my prayer before you and watch expectantly. So it's not a matter of just praying. It's a matter of praying expectantly and really believing that God's going to do something. Now, there's also this area of persistence because what happens if you don't get your prayer answered? And then you get discouraged, and then you stop praying. Well, you, you can't do that, because God's going to answer your prayer. He just, we don't know when. And so it's oftentimes the 11th hour. In fact, sometimes it's 1159. 
<laughs> and, but we've, our job, we've got to do our job. God does his job. Our job is to pray and wait expectantly. His job is to do what he does supernaturally. And so in Psalm 62, 6 and 7, my soul wait in stillness only for God, for from him comes my expectation. My expectation doesn't come from my work. It doesn't come from my family. It doesn't come from my friends. It doesn't come from anything except God. And when it comes from other than God, I am usually disappointed. In fact, one of the greatest struggles in marriage that there is, is our expectation of our spouse. That will bring so many arguments because we expect it. I mean, we've been, Pat and I have been married 48 and a half years. I, you know, she expects me to read her mind. And when I don't read her mind, she can't figure out what the problem is. Sometimes I'm glad she can't read mine. <laughs> Philippians 1.20, my eager expectation and hope is that in no way will I be put to shame, but that with complete boldness, Messiah will even now as always be exalted in my body, whether through life or through death. Expect and hope with boldness. Don't tell me, yeah, I'm, I've prayed to the Lord, and I'm really hoping that he's going to do something. That's not hope with boldness. We need to understand the promises of God. We need to stand on those promises. We need to be bold in our faith, and it can't be dependent on circumstances. Ephesians 3, 20, 21. Now to him who is able to do far beyond all that we ask or imagine by means of his power that works in us, to him be the glory in the community of believers and in Messiah Yeshua throughout all generations forever and ever. Expect, because God does more than we can imagine. I mean, if I ever sat down with you and told you the story of the stories behind Sarah's birth, I mean, all the crazy things that happened, it, it's just a ridiculous, I mean, it's, you know, it's a story made for TV, except nobody would believe it. Um, you know, Romans 8, 24 and 25, for in hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, then we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. That's a scripture that we need to get deep in our spirit. We eagerly wait for our prayer requests with perseverance. That's what God is expecting. It's not because we see it. It's not because we have it now. But we are expecting it. We're believing for it. We are knowing that God is a God who is faithful. And so it's important that we have things correct. We have to persevere. Hebrews 11.1, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of realities not seen. I love the TLV in that. I think the reality is not seen. It just draws you a picture of, of what God is really talking about. You don't see it as a reality, but because you hope for it, it is reality. 
I love to find exciting verses in the book of Job, because there are not many very exciting verses there. And in Job 14, 7 through 9, one of my favorite, at least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again, and its shoots will not cease. Though its roots grow old in the earth and its stump dies in the dry ground, at the scent of water, it will bud and sprout sprigs like a new plant. And we have to make sure we are surrounded by scents of water. The hope, the hope, and the expectation is our scent of water. We, we can't be around people who are constantly downing and negative because it will cause us to be negative. That's the problem with watching the news, which, by the way, I haven't watched in two months. Thank you very much. Um, because I really believe this. It, it, it was just getting me negative and down, and I just couldn't handle it anymore. And I was becoming like the news, and um, just can't do that. Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and shalom in trusting, so you may overflow with hope in the power of the Ruch HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit. You know, when you trust and really trust God, you are overflowing with hope. Now, people might think you're crazy, but that's okay. Because they're the ones that are hurting, and you're the ones that are hoping. So how do we raise up our children to follow the Lord? The same way we prepare for high holy days. We have nine days left. In Matthew 24, 44, it says that we don't know when the Son of Man, Yeshua, is coming. We don't know the hour. And even if we expect it, we're not going to, we'll be surprised probably. But I want to give you five things, and then we close. Develop your faith, number one. Be around people of faith, speak words of faith, pray with faith, read passages of faith and the supernatural in Scripture. Surround yourself in faith and hope. Number two, share your faith. Sharing your faith is an amazing thing to make you have hope and happiness and joy and peace. It's, it's just an amazing thing. And those of you who are not coming on our weekly outings to share our faith, I think you're missing a lot of joy. There, I, I know there are a lot of reasons why people don't do it, but I've got to tell you, once you start doing it, there is an inner sense of excitement and joy that you will have. This is how God's designed it. I believe you're supposed to do it. Three, expect the supernatural. Look for God's miracles, big and small, in your life. And look for God's miracles in other people. Enjoy when God does miracles in others. Number four, something I do terribly. If there's something, I record what God has done. And the reason you should record what God has done is because human nature remembers bad. It doesn't remember good. It's just the way we are. It's, I, if somebody offended you five years ago, you remember it exactly. If somebody was nice to you five years ago, well, you just expected it. You know, hey, not a big deal. So 
we need to understand that we should record what God has done because then we can look back and say, whoa, look at all the things God has done. This is amazing. Finally, we should testify of what God has done. We need, when God does a miracle in your life, you should be standing up here telling us. You should stand up here and tell us. Well, if you've never dedicated your life to the Lord, this is where you start. Romans 10, 9, and 10. If you confess with your mouth that Yeshua is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. For with the heart it is believed for righteousness, with the mouth it is confessed for salvation. And so anybody who is not sure of their own faith in the Lord, not sure if if God has accepted them into the kingdom of God, I would just say, say these things. It's not magic. It's, you can say a lot of different things, but these are the three I chose for today. I confess I need Yeshua to break the power of sin in my life. I confess that I believe in the risen Yeshua as my Lord, and I receive Yeshua into my life and dedicate my life to him. If anybody says those words today, uh, especially to renew their vows with the Lord or to, um, to accept the Lord for the first time, please come up for prayer. Um, though I'm not sure how much time we're going to have because we're doing things a little differently today. Let me just pray for all of you before we close. Father, I just pray for a spirit of hope and a spirit of supernatural power, not only in our lives, but that our eyes would be open, our heart and our mind would be open to see what God is actually doing, that we would not be blind to the amazing works of God. And so I ask in the name of Yeshua that you would minister to each person here today, that they would be filled with the power of your spirit. They would be open to the power of your your heart in, in, in our heart, and that we would truly reflect who you are in our lives. I thank you. And I pray for our children, Lord, our children. I pray that they will see people who represent you, Lord, that they will be excited about you, Lord, because they will see you in our lives, and they will want that same security, that same joy, that same peace. And I pray this in the name of Yeshua.